Seven crystal shards hidden across the realm of Forlorn. If put together, it will grant one true wish. How far would you go to grant your heart's desire? Welcome, travelers, to Forlorn Adventures, starring Jen Schneider. Of course, I'm eating right now. <laughs> it's why I chose you. Hello, Matt Schneider. Welcome to the um, Cowboy Bebop podcast, where we talk about Cowboy Bebop <laughs> and all the bebopping and the cowboying that goes on in the world. Mm, JM to Bill. I am here, and that's really all that matters. Devlin Dykeman. You know how there's like. Uh... Mario movie coming out and there's like Chris Pratt and crap who's all doing it. Mm -hmm. At first I was really excited because in my head it was, they were making the Super Mario Brothers Super Show movie and it was only last night when I realized that no, no, it's not going to be like that at all and I'm really disheartened. Yeah, I, I totally thought it was going to be a remake. Yeah, I'm genuinely crushed. It's not going to be like that. I'm just excited that Jack Black is going to be Bowser. I'm your DM, Carrie Green. <laughs> oh, hey, Carrie. Hi. Hi. You subscribe to the Carrie Cream fan club. <laughs> uh, Wait, you say fan <laughs> yeah, do that. Club? You say fan That's right. club or spank club? No, it's no, no, no. W it's it's almost spooky season, so it's Carrie Scream. There you go. Ah, yes, now, yes. Carrie, Carrie Scream Cream. Yep. Now, speaking of Chris Pratt and, <laughs> and Mario, have you guys seen the picture that somebody took where they took uh, Chris Pratt next to one of the Velociraptors and they said uh, they found a picture from production of the Super Mario movie? It's not going to be live action. It's animated. <laughs> We're a real play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast. And we're going to do more than talk about the new Mario upcoming movie deal. We're going to actually play some Dungeons and or Dragons. What? So we'll talk about Cowboy Bebop. And we're not talking about Cowboy Bebop <laughs> at all. <laughs> no. So who wants to recap for inspiration? Um, I lost mine. So I will try to recap. So um, we were on the field and most of us retreated back to heal up and to not get our asses kicked because we got separated. Then a nasty green dragon came and landed near us and kicked our asses for a minute. Um, Whistlestop decided to take all the crystals in his awesome judgment and was bitten and then carried off by said green dragon. Toradai was on top of the green dragon and held on for dear life. Uh, dragon took off and landed somewhere else. Uh, whistle stop to avoid falling and dying. Went into his Happy Ho Hell Hotel Casino, whatever bag, and was stuck in there. Such a smarty. And the dragon you had, had died. it in his clutches. Uh, Tordai went toe to toe with the green dragon, almost died. Um, then Blue Daddy Dragon came in and tackled the Green Dragon and died in the process and gave Toradai, um, adult Dragon Lightning Breath, um, as his last final wish and, um, healed her up so she could then defeat the Green Dragon and then she saved Whistle Stop from dying in the back. All right, Mark Inspiration. Excellent. Ooh. Perfect. So we're going to pick up back at the uh, the camp that we, you flew away from. Because technically, technically, if you want if you want to consider time and the way it works, uh, it's been it's been like 30 seconds <laughs> after after she left. That That's why you guys didn't get on a ship and go. You take time. It take you like a minute to get the ship up and going and then go. There's no way you're going to make it in time. So, um. Those of you back at the at the camp, you see uh, the captain scrambling and trying to make sure the the clerics are okay and, and and taking those that died in that breath weapon attack off of the beds where they were laying to be healed, and they're all dead now. So Look at it's pretty done, it's pretty Gary. horrific there. You did that. You. I did do that. I did it. All right. So um, that means it's 
it's uh two pirates actually. So Asgrim and Belmini, you guys are the only ones there. What do you do? That's me. Do you think they'd look poorly upon me trying to like loot the dead? Probably. <laughs> no. I mean, they're clerics. They could have like spells and stuff, and and like... the clerics are all right. They're alive. Oh, well, I don't the, the ones the, other the, the injured dwarves they were tending to on the beds were killed in the poison breath attack. I see. So, how far away did we see Whistle Stop and them get taken? Because you said it was pretty uh, far. It was so far away that we were like taken out of combat. And yeah. So flew up, flew for like round dragon Kusim, about two hundred feet away. So, off and away off the battlefield, so just off into the forest. So we would probably want to go retrieve them. Um, none of us can dimension door or anything, so we want to go grab them whatever way we can, I would think. Okay. Uh, Wesley uh, says, we'll get back out of the ship, let's go! And you guys hop on the ship and you head out that way. Uh, Toradai and Whistle Stop. You see the uh, Gomez crew show up. And there's Vince, he says... Everyone okay here? Oh my god, you guys look really worse for wear. <laughs> yep. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Time delays. <clears throat> different different time zones. <laughs> yep. Okay, you guys are super chatty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ask him Tornet to heal processing. you. Gomez. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Are these those dragonborn you were telling me about? You think this is a... Uh, do I know about them? I think you kind of do. Wait, no, you don't. Holy crap, you left before these guys even showed up. You see these two dragonborn. They look yep. pretty busted up. They were <laughs> looked like they were poisoned by this green dragon. And the blue dragon that you had in your uh, in your hair and your uh, everything just died. You don't care because, as far as you know, that was an enemy. As a matter of fact, that specific enemy shot lightning at you a couple times. Yeah, fuck them. That was a mean to an end. Yeah, we're here about an army, so how's it going? <laughs> you're talking to yourself, right? It's... I don't know what's going on. Okay, <laughs> you're addressing Gomez. Gomez is addressing Whistle Stop and Toradai at this point. Um, well, uh, I almost died. Um, the... Blue dragon over there saved us, who um, is also my dad. And oh, bummer. I would really like to get back to our other friends. Speaking oh, yeah. of that devil, you do see a shadow kind of form overhead as a flying ship uh, circles around and a rope ladder drops down. Oh, cool. Gomez, you recognize the ship, that's for sure. Are we oh, heading off Gomez, the ship? Gomez, oh, you would recognize dude. this ship from when they. Um, stole everything from the church when you gave them the talking stone. Oh, the times. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Where's front? <laughs> you had to ask that question, didn't you? <laughs> Actually, do me a solid real quick. Roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Wisdom saving throw? Oh my god, it's only plus two. Uh, that's a 16. You don't remember, Runt. <laughs> Why am I here? What's going on? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> uh, do I know you do remember... Oh. You do remember your stepdad, Gary. Uh, he told he told you to head out this way and he'd meet you here. He's gathering more strong fighters and I such. I kill my stepdad. Faking his death for some reason? Oh, what's going on? What a dick. Why am I here? Oh, I'm not going to explain it to you again. We're here for backup. We're the forwarding party. Tenex is also going to be sending more forces behind us. Oh. So, um... Want any some dick weed? <laughs> so, um... Grew myself. Val, Val comes down the ladder and goes, uh... Hey, uh, Tordai, uh, who the hell are these people? I don't really know. They just kind of showed up out of nowhere. Hi, I'm Vincent. I'm a representative of Tillix. We're here to aid in the defense of the Dwarven Hold. Cool, yep. cool. They're here um, to join our army. Who's Tillix, though? Oh, fuck. 
Oh, I think you I know Tillix. Tillix is that is oh. the is the city of wizards and magic. Oh, oh okay. I thought it was. I thought the, it was a person, uh, and I'm like, I don't, I don't remember a Tillix. You don't remember was, going to the I town it was the of Tillix? <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's Adam Baldwin. Oh, because Gomez is the one that made the deal and then ditched, <laughs> ditched everybody. You know, it would be really interesting. I'm just, hmm. I'm just thinking about this. There's no way any of this could happen because Tordai wouldn't know. But it would be really interesting if Tordai knew that Asgrim has Revivify and could actually bring her father back to life. Entirely up to you. But I mean, Asgrim doesn't know that her father's <laughs> dead because he's on the ship. She and- doesn't know that he's got Revivify. So there's no way that that could logically happen. See now, I I will say I picture us coming up to this scene, like in Jurassic Park when the helicopter flies by and they see the T Rex in the cage, and they open the door and they're like, "What the fuck?" As far as I know, we're coming to pick them up, aren't we? Isn't isn't wasn't that the plan? We were going to go get them. But we'd roll up on our ship and see two dead dragons on the ground. Yeah, one of which you've met. <laughs> yes, you guys do remember the blue one saving your ass against the red one back That's in the true. desert. But I don't know that it's her father. True. I'll give you that. She said she said so, as much. Yeah. You were there oh, when when that conversation oh, right. went down. Okay. He's saying he's saying from up in the air he doesn't know it's her father. It's just a, just it's just a dead dragon on the ground. It's his argument though. That's okay. I give him I give him that. Unless okay, unless um, of course he's got markings that I would remember, but Well, he's blue. Well, I, there's an entire species oh. of them. <laughs> I will say this: He's that there's racist. so there's not so many adult blue dragons just around. It's they're very like, very rare for dragons to get color. that old because they are so competitive with each other. But you know, shrug. You would know that as as a scholar. That's true. That's true. Then I think uh, as a scholar, as someone who values intelligence and, and the, the mysteries of the world, if, if I saw the dragon, which I assume that I did as we flew up, then I yeah. would probably do my best to try to save it, regardless right. of what it or who it was, because uh, they are may, the most intelligent creature. You may cast Revivify on this dragon if this is what you choose to do. I do choose to do that. Burn that spell slot for no reason. Provided that, provided that nobody... I mean, I'm pretty fucked up right now, so it's... Okay. Uh, Read to me exactly what Revivify does. Reading. Finding it first. (laughs) Oh no, it's not equipped. Can't do it. No, it's equipped. It's third level. Uh, Revivify. Reading. You touch a creature that has died within the last minute. Does that qualify? You're cutting it close, but... (laughs) The creature returns to life with one hit point. The spell can't return... To life, a creature that has died of old age, nor can it restore any missy, missing body parts. That's the whole spell. Okay. Is it missing its head? No. Uh, you cast Revivify on this dead dragon. We're going to say... Gonna be iffy. Cast it. Comes back with a hay penny of health. You're casting, and you're casting, and it takes time. What's the cast time on it? Um, cast... Uh, casting time, one action... Duration instantaneous. Okay, so you cast and it's like, and it's not doing anything, and you just see. <gasps> and the dragon comes back to life. With one hit point. With one hit point. Wow. Yeah, we don't have a healer. Yeah, I don't know who that could be. Runs up and says, Stand back! Gomez comes up and casts. Vincent sees an alive dragon and goes, Back and he stabs <laughs> Yeah, he kills it. No. <laughs> what are you doing, Gomez? Uh, I was going to cast Cure Wounds as a sorcerer, but um, I don't want to burn a spell slot. Okay. I don't fucking know uh, what's going on. So, so how did you guys? So you said that that the um, the city sent you guys, but how did you find out about um, us? Did somebody tell you, or did you just uh, did the city tell you? Stipen sent us. Oh, up. Stipen! Why didn't you say that in the first place? Stipen's a good Gary. guy. Piece of shit. <laughs> nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody's curious to you know, the, the fact that I just resurrected a fucking dragon. Like <laughs> I'm curious. the conversation well, about this guy. <laughs> Vincent knows what you did, but he's healing the dragon, so... What now, what what does casting Revivify look like? Because I just imagined you going... It's it's a touch spell, so I touch it. Okay. 
So it's it doesn't look like anything. I I'm just I go over. I went over and I touch the dragon to 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 cast it. Okay. And I mutter something like, "Live again, you intelligent beast." <laughs> Live again, you intelligent <laughs> bastard. <laughs> you beautiful, beautiful, intelligent bastard. <laughs> All right, so he's up and he's just breathing. He's trying to. He's not saying anything. He's just hurt a lot. Like he's really hurt. And Vincent is healing him, and he says, "Stiffen sent us." And what now? You guys have four crystals, the flying ship, and there's a large army behind you. You know that there's going to be reinforcements from Tilix coming. Uh, well, do you know what all's going stops, on puts yet? puts everything back in his bag. What back in your bag? All the things he dropped. His house, okay. the crystals. Vincent says, All I know is that there's a supposedly a large army of goblins and monsters of various types attacking the dwarven hole. So I filled them in real quick about there being a bunch of crystals and us needing to, uh, we've got four, they've got three, we need to figure out, uh, we need to get good and get more, but uh, they've also got a giant robot. It's kind of a kaiju situation right now. <laughs> so let's make Gomez giant. <laughs> let me let me get this straight, Belmini. You're gonna fill in these total strangers about this crystal and its magical powers. You gotta keep the tradition alive, going <laughs> as we travel across the lands, telling every fucking soul. <laughs> I, He's just a robot. It. They're gonna see it. They're gonna see the crystals being played regardless. That's true. I don't want to just be like, "Here, touch this," and then have to be like, "Why?" Oh, don't don't worry about it. Just be like, "Here's my problem with that." Are you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, everyone else's characters here. I mean, I guess Gomez knows, but whether or not Gomez told everybody about the crystals is entirely a different thing. So, Gomez, did you tell anybody else? Very true. Does Gomez even remember? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, assuming I un- I remember the crystals and everything, then I know that shit is coming. Uh, Do you, all this over means, these crystals. Does this mean the rest of those characters from the Gomez campaign? Do any of them now feel like they want that wish? I don't think. Uh, I haven't developed your my character, character is a rogue. Pointing that out. I was gonna say I haven't developed my character out enough to decide if he wants it or not, but I could see. I don't think his... I would have told him it granted a wish. I think it would just be like it's superpower. Um. Yeah, I, I will preface. I would. I wouldn't mention the wish thing because I don't even like think if I don't know knows. Just hey, these seven crystals grant all these weird abilities. They've got a bunch. We've got a bunch. We gotta well, make really, sure they don't have any. I think the only person that would know that there's a wish involved would be Toradai at this point. Actually, Likely. the only person who might Agatha's on sure the ship, by the way. You what? What? You want Agatha's on the ship? Oh, Agatha too. So Ag- Agatha oh. would know. Hey, Agatha. Well, Agatha told everybody about them. <laughs> <sighs> oh, hi, Gomez! She yells over the side of the ship. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I just couldn't get away. I guess not. You want some coffee? <laughs> this is. Quite the ordeal. I feel like this is the kind of thing that's it's going to involve a lot of different people. Yeah, I guess. I'd suggest we return to the fray. Oh, well, since we're here, should we, like, do some badass maneuvering in the back or flank? <laughs> good. It's a good idea. You guys want to try to move on down to the rear end and what if we, catch like... him from behind? And Oh, does Gomez know about the giant robot? <laughs> Yeah, you just told him about it. You, you oh, okay. just told about it. And oh, you also if... know who's driving it, Linda. What? what? Oh, that bitch. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> what if we, like, lasso the giant robot and, like, just go up really, really high and then drop it? Just get that thing out of the way. Drop it on the on the goblin arm. With the ship? Uh, Vincent's uh, like, uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah. Wes is like, yeah, with my ship? No, we don't drop the ship. We use the ship. To sail the robot up and drop it onto the arm to the bad guy arm. The ship is fine. The robot will fall unless that's how magic ships work. Is that they they fall? What? <laughs> you smoke way too much wizard weed, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 okay, okay. So the plan is like we use the ship. We come up behind hey. the robot. We we somehow capture, get the robot, like, lasso it, and then float the ship up, and then we drop the robot. 
because the robot doesn't have a bag of holding it to crawl into. That's if we can lift the robot. Yeah. With this I mean, magical it's a, lasso. Ma- it's a magic ship. I assume it can do shit. Like, if it has a weight limit, that seems weird. Well, the Bellini, rope might. This is, this is uh, your creation in a lot of ways, so you want to go ahead and make a intelligence check for me? Oh, you want me to roll intelligence? Yeah. In regards to knowing about the ship that you helped build. And if you're in ten feet uh, So you get advantage. Of what's his Okay, face? I'm glad you gave me advantage. That's an unnatural 20. Uh, yeah, you know the ship has a weight limit and that you're pretty sure that that thing will surpass that easily. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna stop you right there, guys, and just say that that's, that's not gonna happen. Um, I, I built this ship. I know this thing inside and out. Every board, every nail, um, nut and bolt. That's, that's just not gonna work. I'm sorry. Okay, plan B. What if we use the ship to knock the robot off its feet? Because really, I don't all we damage need the is the ship just... either, because then I gotta fix it. Oh, we're in a fucking wharf against a, like, a metal robot, dude. Take some damage. Fuck. Is the robot a mech? Yeah, essentially, yes. Can we so plug somebody's a inside it? Into uh-huh. it and, uh, hack it. Why don't, um, virus? why don't, why don't we go over there and then I will cast heat metal on it and we can cook the person inside it. It's not going to move after that. And if I do that, then somebody else can, I don't know, do some lightning, maybe. And hmm. metal conducts lightning or electricity. We can cook them inside with that. We can attack the inside, the person who's actually controlling it, instead of actually fighting the robot. So you're suggesting a frontal assault on this mech itself, huh? We're, I'm suggesting a aerial Backward assault. Aerial. I don't know. I mean, what are you it trying to tell behind. me? You're not a good enough captain to do it? <laughs> well, I'm not a captain. Wesley's like, I could fly circles around it, sure, but that I don't know what that thing's capable of. I just saw it explode dwarven artillery from across a battlefield. Yeah, but that artillery wasn't moving. Fair. Mean. Tip it over. I'm down to try. Additionally, I suppose. Additionally, I can probably add the person I can probably cast out. blur on the ship. Uh alright, fine. But let's get back to the let's get back to the defensive position. So that we can start making these plans. Can I and, cast uh, on dis- the ship? <laughs> no, you have to be a person. A yeah, creature. you're right. I can. I can't. All right. So everyone gets on the ship, and everyone uh, is flown back to the uh, to the healers. Uh, the blue dragon shrinks down to his uh, human form, not goblin form. And Tordai, you do recognize this man that was... He's the man that gave you your hammer and everything. Aww. Is he bald and have injured. a real ugly mustache? No. <laughs> He's awesome looking. He looks so cool. And so, 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 so injured. He looks very similar to David Hasselhoff. Love you, Jen. <laughs> um, I think the only thing that she would do, because he's probably sleeping, right? Like, he's not conscious yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, we people. Wait, is he nude? No. I, no. I hope not. He just went back from dragon form. What, it was clothes? Dra- like, in dragon clothes form? Are, he, oh, he looks like a human it. draped in cl- blue clothing. The blue clothing of a noble, in fact. But he well, looks um, a, an illusion. He's actually really just naked with a hologram over him. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a nudist dragon. I think um, he's a she just kind of walk over there while he's sleeping and just kind of like touch her forehead to his forehead and just say thank you and then walk away and then it's kind of get back to the rest of the party. Okay. Now, Wesley is going to be standing at the ship, and he says, alright, so the plan is to go after that thing, and I guess cast heat metal on it, and maybe try to take out the the driver as best we can, right? I think that's a good idea. Yes. What kind of weaponry does the ship have? Does the ship have anything that it can adapt into a lightning or flame weapon? We have cannons, and I guess with enough technical know-how, I don't see why not. I mean, who do we have here that knows anything about technical stuff, though? And this ship. No one. Wait, you! Oh, me! <laughs> what? Oh, wait, that's me! <laughs> uh, oh, I could do The it. captain will say, I don't know if I'm comfortable sending a bunch of adventurers on this thing. I don't want to put all our strong and powerful eggs into one basket. You're going to want to split this. So, <laughs> think we should split who's going party? on the ship and who's staying here? Oh, Jesus. A double attack. Oh, God. You just asked us how to split the party. You realize it's taking us half an episode to decide. Before. Okay. 
I understand <laughs> that you guys are saying split the party, but you have two parties here. Yeah. That's true. But combined, we're one party right now. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to let you roll around with eight freaking characters, Ronner. <laughs> I would think that the best way to do it is to send... Well, I guess you're asking us to choose a character, basically. Yes. You can All choose right, well, a character of the two you have to go on the ship. Asgrim has to the go. The other stays behind. Um, Gomez has to go Asgrim on the ship, because he has ranged. I mean, Val has to go on the ship if he's going to... Yeah. Uh, okay. Stria would be the obvious choice on this one because she has ranged attacks. Cool. What is so her what is Gomez? class? Is she? Uh, she's ranger? an elf ranger. Oh yeah, she's definitely coming. <laughs> ranger, yeah. Yep. Rangers are good. What's, what's her animal? Ha- what's her animal handling, Jen? Uh, plus three. Better than better ranger, ranger than <laughs> <laughs> yes. the guy who keeps getting pets and gets them killed. <laughs> Goblins. Um. All right. So, those of you going, climb aboard the ship, and it takes off. Everyone else staying behind can, in fact, get a rest. Oh, much a long rest? Long rest. Long rest. No, not yet. Oh. No. A short rest. I know. Battles are are battles, right? (laughs) Okay, so Asgrim doesn't get the rest. So, I guess technically... Asgrim could use magic weapon on the cannons. Yeah, makes them magical weapons. Which would provide them, becomes a magical weapon with a plus one bonus to attack rolls and damaging rolls. And so, hey, gang, I can, I can make this into a, I can make this thing into a, into, to do force damage. I can turn this thing to do um, fire damage, or I can make it to do shields. What do you think is the best? We, uh, Shields. Yeah, I can make it shield us. <clears throat> you know, like, do you remember that old DuckTales episode where the Beagle Boys steal a bunch of new construction equipment and they're robots and uh, they eat electricity? I feel like that's what... That's uh, you feel mind. a needle hit you in the chest and it is injected into you and you got like this surge of just like, ah! Uh, of, of like, of like, like adrenaline just rushing through you because oh, Vincent stabbed you and pulled it out and he says, he was having a stroke. He was talking about some weird shit just now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clarifying question. So with the new breath weapon for Toradai, that's only once per day. It doesn't matter if there's a short rest or a long rest. It's only once per day, right? But, but yeah, the breath weapon is once per day. Period. Okay. okay. Well, once per long rest. So if you have a long rest, you'll Get it back, but you okay. have to rest your uh, your your electricity glands yeah, before you can do it again. Got it. Okay. You're still not a full dragon. It. If you were a full dragon, you could just recharge it on a five or six. But no. Yeah. Well, I want to get that character squared away because I'll forget. Okay, so if you're all lined up, yep. How do you want to approach on the ship? Vincent is going with you. Um, Val is going, obviously. Okay, I think I think that we should use the shielding. On the ship, um, in case it does hit us. Now, how many? Now, wait. How many cannons do we have? I don't know. You're the one who built the ship. So I'm asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have ten cannons, five on each side. Well, I've got five, can- ten cannons, five on each side, so I can do. We could do some fire, some yeah, um, some shield. Gomez is an artificer of some kind. Yeah, it's you a are. Picture, so I can help. I've got my leather man and everything. I think using, I think me using um, magic weapon is a bad idea. Or not magic weapon. Uh, yeah, magic weapon. Uh, because I'm going to need those spell slots because I don't have a ton of spell slots left. Wasted. I haven't been wasting my heal the fuck. I brought a dragon back to life. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> one spell. That was pretty cool though, wasn't it? And then I used my wall of fire to cook Everyone all those had their orcs. Backs turned. <laughs> yeah, they really did. No it. one said a goddamn thing. They're all like, "Oh, that just happens every day. You just heal the blue dragon. That, that's fine." Yeah, yeah, Vincent saw you do it. He's just like, "Oh, good. I don't." I, he's like, "Oh, good. I couldn't do that right now." So he runs over and does a heal. Everyone else is like, "Oh, Vincent's that's right. just nobody, killing the dragon." Nobody still knows that I have revivify. So, so <laughs> I um, I say, guys, if we got ten. Um, I'm gonna play on the fact that 
Val doesn't know that um, Gomez is an artificer because he hasn't like talked shop with him yet. Vis a vis, when you have another, when you work with another carpenter, they let you know you're a carpenter. They're like, oh hey, you know, like I do this. Like, okay, you know, how are you doing this? I guess I float over and look at how my bag is holding, my Beyonder bag of beholding. And uh, so I, I think we should. If we got five cannons, I think we should have three attack, two defense on each side. I yeah. think it should be two fire, one force, and then two two defense. Why force? Just if we want to knock people back, because I can knock people back five feet with it. Yeah, fair. Apply force damage, so we could potentially knock people off or whatever. So I just think it'd be I think it'd be interesting to be able to utilize the ability to push people. All right. Well, then let's do this then. Roll initiative. I got an 800. Oh, what a nice roll. 19 initiative. <laughs> uh, 17. Uh, who's... Eight. Which group is rolling initiative? The one that's uh, rolling the group the on the on the on the ship. Everyone oh. else is resting. <sighs> Technically a one plus a one. So that's a two. <laughs> mm, yeah. All right, Asgrim, you are approaching this this large mech of a of, of a scary looking robot. Underneath you, uh, well, you, sorry, um, Wesley swung wide to the left to avoid flying over the army to draw, to not draw any attention as you approach. So you are the first to act. You're standing on the, on the, toward the front of the ship. Your turn, go. All right. I'll cat, am I within casting range of the robot? Uh, what's the range on your spell? 60. Uh, you wait until the ship is within 60 feet and you go ahead and cast. All right. There's no DC and no nothing on this. It's just 48. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, any creature in physical contact with the object, which the driver takes 2D or takes 48 um, fire damage when you cast the spell. Until the end of the spell, you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. If I cast heat metal again on my next turn, can I stack? Uh, yes. So, so I can use my it, action to cast it, and then I can use my bonus action to fire the next So you one. saw the cockpit, so I'm assuming you're casting it on the cockpit, right? Well, I mean, uh-huh. I'm assuming that everything is going to be connected. So They're the connected, heat- but if you cast heat metal on somebody holding a sword, only the sword will heat up, or only the armor will heat up, right? right. You're looking at a large mech. Mm-hmm. So one piece of this mech will start to heat up. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously going to aim where the person is. Okay, so yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hit the cockpit with the heat metal. Got it. Yep, it's fine. All right, we're gonna roll dams. That'd be eighteen fire damage. Nice. All right, you see that uh, the that part of the cockpit start to heat up, and it gets uh, red and hot. Spicy. That's your turn. That's all I can do. Uh, Straya. It is your turn. Cool. Um, she is going to aim. I'm sure that the other folks told them about which parts of the mech do what that they've seen so far. Where the little oh. things on, like, the shoulder, like, yeah. do the whole, okay, cool. So she's going to aim for one of the things on the shoulder with her longbow. Hey, Carrie, what's my rage, what's my regen rate with the ring? Uh, you get five HP per round. Yeah, I should have been doing that. You should have been. All right, it's been start. a little while, so go ahead and wreck your, return yourself to full HP. Will do. Um, Mister, I have a cool magic ring. <laughs> must be fucking nice. That was 12 to hit. <laughs> you are firing at the shoulder <clears throat> cannon thing? Yeah. All right, your arrow <laughs> flies and just bounces off of it. Okay. Um, I'm going to try it again. Man, this, this character sucks at rolling. Fourteen. Same deal. <laughs> just bounces right off of it. I figured. It's turn. It turns and it. You see it kind of like face the uh, face the ship, and with that heated cockpit, you see the cockpit just start to cool a bit, and you see a you see a a, a, a light flashing from inside the cockpit. So you can assume, using your uh, your magical knowledge, that the person in the cockpit is dispelling your fiery fiery oh. heat on it. And then you see uh, the thing on the shoulder start 
Does that mean there's more than one person there? Because that's definitely more than one action. Yeah, this is a boss. You guys are assaulting a boss. He's, <clears throat> she's got more than one action. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's cheating. <laughs> so it's going to fire at the ship. All right, Wesley, it's time to move. Yeah, do your thing, Wesley. 25 for the hit. Do your job. Wesley's piloting is going to be... Oh, a nat 20. There you go. <laughs> so the laser comes firing directly at the ship, and everybody, you hear, grab onto something! And he flips the wheel, and, the, and it duck and it just banks out of the way and the laser goes <laughs> everybody needs to make a quick dexterity saving throw to see if they can grab onto the side of the ship before uh it dinks or all you'll be knocked prone oh, but with a 20 dexterity? you think it'd be just so you only think? need to make a dexterity save Woo! you said nat 20 yeah, just nat 20 all right oh 28 so you- uh, elf straight- <laughs> um, where's my Probably not you, Gomez. You're flying on the axe, right? That's an oh, unnatural that's right. 20 I'm for on me. a fucking flying axe. Woo, I'm good. All right. So you're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> I got seven. You get in, you get advantage because you uh, fly on the ship all the time and you're used to those kinds of things. So I get to roll again? Yep. Roll again. <laughs> 17. All right. Everybody's like, you're all bracing for it and those of you with your sea legs are just like this is an everyday thing, so you're just like this is ready just for how it. he drives. I mean, Gomez <laughs> is just hovering on the axe, and the and it's like he's parallel with it, and then the ship kind of just kind of moves underneath him, and then moves back. And he's just like oh, and it's like on his own little gyroscope, and of course the elf is just like gyroscopically stable, head still in just one spot, and just <laughs> chilling <laughs> as, it, as it dips around. Valmini, it is your turn. Um, how close is the boat to where to the robot? Apparently, close enough that people uh, are jumping off of it and attacking it. So I assume I can hit it. Jumping off of it and attacking it? What are you talking people about? Have, I don't know. No one's jumping off and attacking. Everyone's it. casting spells and shooting arrows. <laughs> jumping off to attack the thing would be I don't know suicide. But hey. but you should be close enough because I was able to hit sixty. Wesley is circling. At 60 feet. Um, Staying just in range, but keeping far enough out that if you guys need to book it, you can book it. Cool. I I have Scorching Ray, which is, has a range of 120 feet. Okay. So, And then I'm going to do a bonus action of firing uh, one of the cannons, with which is the flamethrower. Um, but uh, there's no RP to this. I'm just going to... That'll be an 18 to hit for the Scorching Ray. No dice. Okay. Ooh. Then I'm just going to... Scorching ray impacts the uh it'll impact it, but you see it just as the as the metal just kind of absorbs the heat from it. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Balls. <laughs> Go ahead. And then I'm going to hit him with the flamethrower. Cannon. Okay. Which is twelve fire damage. It okay. absorbs flamethrower hits and it just and you see the, the metal just absorb it. I know, but I, I already said I was going to do it, and I was standing in front of it, and I didn't. Well, I guess I could have ran over and hit it with force damage. God damn it. Oh, no, this thing's going to kill you. All right. Why Whistle stop, you it's your turn. giving us Whistle Stop or Gomez? Gomez. Oh, I'm sorry, Gomez, it's your turn. Why do I keep giving you hard fights? Yeah. Because this is the end so game? <laughs> um, uh, it's absorbing... So we're within 60 It's absorbing heat. Okay. Gomez, uh, as you are a scholar and a person who studied in the halls of of the Wizard Tower in Freeport. I mean, I made uh, fun of wizards, but yeah. You did. You were also a professor there for a minute as an adventurer, and you did get the Artificer (laughs) book and learn from it. Uh, I want you... I want the scholar Asgrim, and I want Valmini to go ahead and make me intelligence checks. Oh, can I do an arcana? Mm, no. Has to be intelligence. Oh, I got a fucking 19. Suck it. I got a dirty 20. 16. Cool. So... I'm just going to go ahead and read this to you right quick as you guys are now coming to understand 
what this thing you're fighting is and what's going on with it. You realize that this thing is tantamount to what is called an iron golem. Uh-huh. It has these damage immunities. Poison, fire, psychic, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from normal attacks that aren't anamantite. That's the magic word, isn't it? Anamantite. Condition immunities are charmed, exhaustion, frightened, paralyzed, petrified, poisoned. Special abilities include fire absorption. Whenever a golem is subject to- Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait. That's the golem. That's not the thing inside it. Yeah. It's not Consider this. The thing inside it built a golem. And she's mm-hmm. writing in it and con- instructing it what to do from inside. Right. But that doesn't mean she can't be burned. It does, because this is, this is, this is like a fire absorption. Whenever a golem is subject to fire damage, it takes no damage. Instead, regenerates a number of hit points equal to the fire damage dealt. Yeah. The, but, but So it absorbs your heat, and now it's... It's, it's absorbing the damage, but that doesn't mean it doesn't get hot. And if it's getting hot, it's burning the person inside. Regardless yeah, of whether the golem's taking damage, the person inside is definitely taking I damage. Think, I think his argument is that heat, heat and metal is heating, is like heating up the cockpit versus like hitting. And the, then anyone uh, in contact with it gets burned. Fire. Yes, but heat metal. If she's in contact with it, she's in a chair that is not part of the cockpit. She sees the cockpit heating up. She's not concerned for the golem. She's is concerned she, for herself. That's why she cooled it down with her magic. Is she magically what? controlling it then? She What's, must be. No. I, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. As the resident, as the resident mech expert here, as the resident <laughs> mech expert here, what person in their right mind builds an iron golem and then puts a wooden chair inside the <laughs> Okay, what kind of person wants to sit on an iron chair for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours? And hours? Nobody! Targaryen. The chair is chinned, sir. What if it was Ivor? <laughs> <laughs> that chair is cushioned, sir. Oh, and you want to tell me that a that a, a down cushion is going to be enough to prevent to protect you from heat metal? All right. If you ever walk into an oven, because I have walked into an oven, like a literal freaking oven, it's not, not going to start killing you immediately. I know, no, I know. So she dispelled it before it could start doing damage to her. It is going to dissipate the oxygen in the room, though. It's not fire, it's just hot. Okay. Um, Alright, alright. So, seeing this this happen, my mindset is, shit, guys, we need to switch all these cannons to force damage. Which is probably why you were smirking when I said one force and, uh, you know, two fire. Yeah, but I will say this also. Uh, who here was part of that? Nope, none of you. Cool. You're not even going to give us a hint of what you're talking about? Uh, when you guys were in the desert fighting a purple worm, it regurgitated some items for you that were yeah. made out of a specific metal. That metal was... Anamantite. Oh, is that what those arrowheads were? Yeah, the ones you sold? Yeah. Also, Fuck. also, <laughs> there was also a long bar of anamantite that had an engraving on it made by Billrock. If you think back to somebody you were doing trading with in the Dwarven Hall, his name was Billrock. And you kind of screwed him over there, Tordai. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we kind of just fucked that entire storyline up. So... Anyway, to uh, bring us back into the story, you are now circling this thing with the realization as to what you are fighting right now. What do you do? I yell, we've got to switch all these cannons over. Gomez, can you help me? What's the elemental equivalent to force damage? Where's Sandy? Elemental equivalent to force damage? Yeah, like, if I- Is Sandy with Agatha? Is it it immune to thunder? Yeah, he's on the ship. Thunder damage? Uh, it is immune to poison, fire, psychic, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. So, oh, no, so. thunder is good to go. So, so, okay. So, JM, here, I'll send you the page for it, because it's so much to keep track of. What are so, you sending me? Pretty much everything that I have, it's immune to. Yeah. As <laughs> That's why I was like, guys are, like, you guys are flying right at this thing, and it's like... <laughs> Devlin, did you roll above? Did you roll high enough to remember? To know about it? Yes, he did. 
What do I know about? Where did you send that? The golem. PM. Oh. I just sent you the sh- I, can- I sent you the, the iron golem card because oh, okay. I was right. never going to remember all those damage immunities. Yeah. yeah, I can just paste them into the chat. I was frantically trying to write them down, and I just I got like two letters on each, so I just pulled up the page. Here you Hang go. On, I gotta go yell at my dog. He's gonna go yell at his dog. Yeah, he's gonna yell at his dog, which is sad because it's his turn. <laughs> your daughter, mm. she come to my house. Your house, my house, and she kicked my dog. She kicked my dog. Oh um, damn. And I'll, basically, you guys are fighting a straight-up iron golem, but I replaced yeah. the, the the poison breath with an energy attack. I'm a fucking forge cleric. My main section's heat. Yeah, it's true. I know. <laughs> you guys can retreat and come back later. That is always an option. There's a reason he's circling at 60 feet, because he's like, ah, uh, let's not just explode. When is it dumb as his turn? It's your turn it's now! Your turn now. You left uh, right in your turn. He left You left right when he was like, well, it's your turn. <laughs> Sorry. The, my audio was picking up the dog. Oh. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, darkness on the, the uh, cockpit person. Okay. Cast darkness. <laughs> so within six feet, yeah, concentration. There's a foot, 15 foot radius based on the cockpit person. Uh, they're basically blinded. Excellent. Blinded by the light. I think we should uh, should retreat. Asgrim, it is your turn. I don't know. I just blinded it, so we might be groovy. Okay. <laughs> Learn that one fighting a dragon. Why does your character thing say you're level 8? Did you level the 9 yet, Asgrim? I'm level 9. Sorry, it says it's your level 8. Shrug. It says 9 on my Refresh sheet. Refresh the page, IT man. Yeah, try that. Yeah, but this is the second time it happened, so... Yeah. Well, it it should be. It, it says level 9 on my thing. Alright. I'll just try... Yeah. Let me let me just try refreshing here quick. Doesn't matter. The only thing that really matters is it tells me how difficult your fights are going to be when I start setting up these encounters. Oh, okay. Um, this one's labeled deadly, so... <laughs> I figured. <laughs> Hmm. Thinking. Could you imagine if all your characters were on this and Vincent didn't make that piloting check and the ship exploded? <laughs> Dear God, why would you do that to me? Oh, you would have killed Gomez. Okay, let's let's try something different. Okay. Uh, sixty feet. Sacred flame is not fire damage. It's radiant. It's like radiant. Okay. Yep. And it's a de- it's Dex fifteen. Oh, it's not gonna make that. Well, rolled a 19 minus 1, so 18. <laughs> so he made it. <laughs> uh, what it the target uh, gains no benefit from... Um, wait. The target must succeed. Oh, there there is no... There, there's no if half, so it just doesn't hit. So oh. you cast it, and you see the, the mech just... <laughs> move so, out of the way. Luckily, it's a cantrip. No, I have disadvantage. 13. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Because... Because somebody it's, was smart and they cast darkness on the cockpit. It took eight. <laughs> it, it took eight. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> what I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You see. Doesn't really notice. Is that your turn? Yeah, pretty much. It's all right. Let's try ya. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna talk though on my turn, and I'm gonna look back at people and say, "Listen, I don't have many slots left." <laughs> Start using yeah. cantrips. Oh, like, that was a cantrip. <laughs> I have slots. I just like if we're gonna make a run at this, then we're. I'm gonna start using bless and shit. But if we're, if we're not, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna be too much help because I was counting on uh, heat metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much all of my stuff is either piercing or slashing damage, which this thing is immune to that. <laughs> so if it's immune to it, does that mean that it'll never hit or that I have to get like a super high number in order for it to No, that means that if you hit it, it doesn't hurt it at all. <laughs> it <Okay>. goes, <laughs> it's as good as not hitting. You don't right, have it may be worse than not hitting. hitting. Even Thorn Whip is piercing damage. Everything that I have would not work, literally. Um, Does that include magic arrows? Arrows magic included weapon? is piercing damage. 
Well, I was thinking about, you know, like, well, if I absorb elements, but the problem is that if it throws fire at us and I do that and on the next attack throws fire back, it's just going to absorb it and heal itself from it. So that, that I don't think it's going to throw fire at us. It hasn't yet. <laughs> or the energy beam or whatever. So, um, well, shit. I think we should retreat. There you go. That's so you- that. That's the opinion of the ranger. He's like, yep. uh, we should leave. <laughs> <laughs> she fires two arrows. Punk. Punk. We should leave. We should have just knocked it down, like I said. Yeah. It's yeah. It's blind. I mean, we won't be able to get up. All right. I'm looking at all my stuff. What are you suggesting? Right, we just- jump on it. Oh no! Hit it with the ship. The Hit ship, it with the ship. I imagine is big. No. A golem is fucking heavy as shit because it's iron. I mean, it can't be that stiff. All right, so... Um, Can I roll an intelligence to see if that, like, actually makes sense or... Yeah, you go magic, ahead. Magic preventing it from falling over. That's a natty 20. Uh, nat 20. You're like, um, hmm, tripping this golem would require a lot of energy. You have a moment of clarity. You're thinking nothing <laughs> short of ramming it straight with this ship would really knock it over. <laughs> uh, I was hoping, like, a good slap in the back of the head. Yeah, with the ship. Yeah. With the ship at best. So, yeah. it, it would hurt the ship. So, this 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 is where uh, Wesley speaks up and says, Are we staying or going? Uh, uh, I think um, we should retreat. Go. Again. One Fight for retreat. <laughs> retreat. I'm one for retreat. Can- I'm busy underneath the cannons, but I'll be like, shit no, I mean, ain't I working can out. I shoot it with magic missiles for a while, but... If shit ain't working out, let's uh, take a step back and think about it. We think. It's probably a good idea, I think. That's okay. good. I yeah. continue to concentrate. I'm just going to concentrate for as long as I can on the robot's plane. Dark. Yeah, I think we okay. should rethink this. Uh, with that, Vincent, oh, fucking God, with that, Wesley grabs the whale, turns, and, and gets you guys a uh, further distance. As you're looking back over the, the rear of the ship, you see that darkness globe just fade out as you see a bright light inside the mech. Bright light. Yeah, she Are dispelled you- your darkness. Or cast light, oh. one of the two. Well, it's one way to dispel darkness. Well, you'd have to cast daylight to dispel yeah. Yeah, darkness. This is like a special. Yeah. So there aren't, there aren't too many classes that can dispel things. You guys know what she is. She's a caster. Well, we, we know yeah. she's a caster. It's a matter of what kind of caster. Yeah. So essentially, we've got someone inside the cockpit that can do lots of magicy stuff I think inside what I really this iron golem that's immune to almost everything. And uh Except more- for Animantite. Except for Animantite. Here's your here's your next DM clue for the week. <laughs> why don't hey guys, why don't we go what? back to that guy that we gave all that Adamantite to? And You mean uh, the guy that Toradice screwed over? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a Let's bad Let's try to unscrew him over. Wait. I probably shouldn't talk to him. Out of character, didn't we have an entire episode of talking to that guy? Like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They basically also, waited outside of his, at his, his place and like, each individually walked in and talked to him. Also, as a reminder, when the dwarves asked you to clear out a part of the mine, they part of the mine had veins of anamantite all over the place. Yeah, do well, I look like a miner to you? Well, wait, by all the <laughs> never mind. Nonsense. I kind of am. <laughs> as a matter of fact. Yeah, as yes. a matter of fact, that's what I do. Deep no. I don't know, I wasn't looking for adamantite. Not- I believe Jonathan heard that. That episode, when they were talking about getting the animantite, clearing out the part of those animantite caves? Pretty sure. Yeah, but we weren't going to steal from them. No, we but I'm just letting you know, you know where to get animantite. There's you tons gotta, of it. The doors have it. go mine it. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I could I could just call up my, my brother, Noob. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a miner. Yeah. He's my brother. He's probably, got, he's probably got a stash in his house. Maybe. Let's go visit Noob. Probably a month. All right, you guys all return back in your ship, and you relay the the information to the rest of this door in the dwarven cabin. And she, she goes, 
Oh, most of our weaponry is made out of adamantite. Would have been nice. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we're lousy with adamantite. Perfect. Lousy with that Gomez dusts his hands. Uh, oh, well, after a good hard day, let's go hang out. Uh, can I uh, switch out my arrows super quick? To Absolutely! Get arrows? <laughs> she, reaches, she reaches behind this table and pulls out a whole quiver of adamantite arrows and hands them to you. Perfect. Do you need a few more you. quivers? <laughs> yeah. How many of these do you need? Like ten. Just give me ten. Thousand. All right. She, she loads you up with animantite arrows. You you Perfect. are lousy with animantite arrows. Perfect. Um, oh, and also a hand axe, if you lead. don't mind. There you are! Tosses you a hand axe. Perfect. You have a staff by any chance? Just a giant rod? Uh, Listen, robot, <laughs> that's enough of your weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes, we do have just a rod of animantite. Here you are. Perfect. Any more adamantite? Adamantite! Get uh, adamantite here! <laughs> I mean, if, if you got some crossbow bolts and a yaqua, I'll gladly take it. Yeah, yeah, there you go! Crossbow bolt and a yaqua! Uh, Gomez asks for adamantine mall. Tight. A ball? <laughs> that would have to be for. Oh, a mall. Should I switch up weapons? What cost? Wait, are you gonna damage? jump out of the ship and hit it? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't run up to it. I'm on Falcor who can do more than just carry me. No, Gomez? you're on the you're on the other character. You're on Gomez. Oh. I don't know. Do you have a Adamantine wand or some shit? Your axe is, <laughs> is actually Adamantite. You're flying axe you're flying on. Well, you got it. it. If you remit, if you can, if you think back far enough, all the way far enough to season episode two, three, two years ago, season two, <laughs> episode. I don't remember the episode, but you did talk to Bill Rock. He's the one who made your flying axe, and it is made out of adamantite. Wait, oh, Bill Rock. So he's Bill in Rock that was here. How was Bill Rock there? Is Bill Rock he like travels around. He he's a around? traveling merchant. Do you like Nurse oh, Joy? Goodness. Wow. Nurse Joy? Joy. No, no, no. He's a traveling merchant. He's got... He, he just... When he was in Tillix, he only had a stand. He packed up that stand, and he went back to the Dwarven Hold. Okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. All right. All right. With well, that... Well, it's now a flying axe, so I don't know what to tell you. Well, Twitch that I can say, uh, probably as you guys are loading up and getting ready for your fight, uh... You hear uh, a horn sound, and you hear, Retreat back into the walls! Retreat back into the walls! There's another large purple laser. Hits that uh, that laser there, the the hole, and it just starts crumbling it, and it that whole cave part crumbles. That, oh, no. Yeah, that pass is no longer passable. And you can hear the sounds on the other side of it of dwarves and elves being slaughtered as their retreat was just blocked off. We're called Forlorn Adventures. It's not dark. (laughs) But we've had such a light adventure until... Yeah. Well, people were going to die. I mean, things are going to get rough. From here on out. Asgrim's cool with it. He he, has not heard us for it. But that's where we'll end this week. Oh, oh you son of a... <laughs> can, can, we, can we assume here that since we're loading up, we're going to take a long rest as well? Uh, yes, I will say you yeah. guys will actually get a long rest as they are, are oh. as you hear, retreat back into the keep! And you guys go back into the dwarven keep, and that is where you get your long All rest. Characters. <laughs> All characters? All characters. We, including I mean, gobs? We, we, we hear retreat into the keep, and we just go, cool nap time, guys. <laughs> we just set up in, camp in, and go to bed. Including goblins? No, not the goblins. Right. Goblins are uh, are still on their way. Wait, no. No, goblins should have had a, uh, had a long rest after your, after your escape. Wait, no, you didn't. <laughs> so, no, you don't have a long rest on them yet. But they've been, they've been riding on the critters, so you could say that... I could say that, but if the, the ride is too bumpy, you bumpy can't butt. get enough sleep. Fair enough. That's right. That's right. We were rolling for that. That's right. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to get in contact with us, we have a Twitter. It's at Forlorn Adventure. We also have an 
email at forlornadventures at gmail.com. We also have a Discord server. You can always be a part of that awesome Discord server. And if you want to listen to us uh, every other week or so on Saturdays, we usually tweet out when we're going to do it. Uh, we do streaming on Twitch as Forlorn Adventures. As for me, I'm at Kerry Green Voice. You can find me where you internet most forms of internet at some form of ancient Anubis. You can find me at Kivikindi, K-I-V-I-K-I-N-D-I. You can find me at at Star Wars reference. I'm Luke. I have a sword. Mo- Mayor Moon. Long name. And you can find me in my room at night praying to one day be a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. But until next time, keep adventuring. Keep adventuring.